Hello and welcome to Women in Strength. This is the podcast that goes far beyond what they teach us in Cert 3 and 4. My name is Rasheen Hawley and I'm going to be spending this time with you every single week, jumping into the real life challenges, the real life topics that we face as a coach, as a business owner, and as a woman running her own business in the fitness industry. I've been in the industry since 2013 where I started out as a sole trader in a commercial space and now I own my own gym here in Melbourne called Barbell Babes Brigade. I absolutely love being in this industry and I love educating and exploring the things that come up on a daily basis. I love to help other ladies really explore their capabilities as a business owner, as a coach and seeing what they can do. Because the thing is, when we create businesses as women, we are unrivaled. We have a power that is so untouchable and I really, really want to explore these topics that quite frankly can stop us in our tracks sometimes. So strap in, we've got lots of stuff to cover. Hello and welcome to this week's episodes. Now in this episode, I'm gonna be talking about lots of money things. I have been having a number of conversations recently um, about earnings with my mentoring ladies. It's something that I'm going through right now as I look to upgrade my facility and lots of money talk is going on. So I wanted to pop in and, and record this episode because I think it's so, so important for all coaches to have this conversation with themselves as a business owner. Um, Because I think sometimes they can be pushing themselves in the wrong direction and chasing kind of like the wrong ladder. So where we're kind of going is this was prompted uh, the other day I had a um, a wealth workshop with my accountants and my husband. And this is all about, you know, really increasing our financial position as a family. And a lot of the stuff that we were talking about for our own personal life, it does like it obviously pulls over to business life. And one of the concepts that was delivered is something what they call trimming the fat and this is all about looking at your expenses and going ahead and really doing a fine tooth comb and zooming the lens in on all of your money that's going out of your accounts every expense that is in your business truly and honestly having a look at those expenses and seeing where we can quote unquote trim the fat on these things now I think that when I speak to a lot of coaches there's when it comes to money, when it comes to their products and services, there's usually like a couple of things in their head and on their tongues. They are wanting to talk about prices. They are wanting to talk about what they're actually offering with their services and the inclusions in their service. And then they're a little bit unsure around the price tag that they've got associated with it. So that's often one conversation that we're talking about with money. And then the other conversation we're talking about with money is they always want to be earning more revenue. And when when I have that conversation come to me and those questions come up, I go, okay, awesome. Let's absolutely look at, you know, what you're wanting to earn on a weekly basis, um, a monthly basis, and obviously that will correspond to an annual salary for yourself. But I also want us to consider that is it always earning more money or can we also be looking for like a defense point of view and looking to trim the fat and cut your expenses? Because I think that coaches will go, yeah, cool, I want to earn more, I want to earn more. You know, take on more clients, increase their prices, really book themselves to capacity, um, introduce high-end price, uh, high-end products, um, and really like, you know, start to look at the ecosystem of products and services that they've got, which is 110% necessary. So important to look at what you're actually offering, what the inclusions are and the price tag associated with it. But the, the question is not always, do I need to be earning more? Um, 
I think, you know, there can be so much more like gold and so much more valuable insight found when we actually look at that defense point of view and start to trim the fat and put that fine tooth comb. So when you're thinking about, all right, this is my financial position where I am right now. And, you know, let's just say you're at a position where you're fully booked or you're close to capacity, right? And you're earning pretty decent money. You feel like compared to what other coaches are offering, you're either right in there with your prices or you're a higher price tag, but you're wondering why you don't have any money left over or you're really like on your ass, confused, stressed about paying taxes and about having money set aside for like business expenses and business savings as well. And you're like, why Why am I in this position? I'm earning pretty good money. Why am I still feeling like I'm chasing my tail? I want you to think about it and go, all right, cool. If I earn more money, is that going to be the thing that's really gonna help here? Because when we think about, I'm not sure what it looks like in other countries, but here in Australia, um, when you're earning $75,000 or above, you're then starting to have to look at going into registering GST, which is a 10% earning that you have to pay to the tax office. And you know, if you think about that, if you then start earning over $75,000, even though you might be earning more money, you're then having to put more money aside to pay that GST component. And then of course your taxes are gonna increase as well. The more you actually earn, the, the, the corresponding taxes do add up. And I think that coaches will go, yeah, cool, I'm gonna add more, I'm gonna earn more, I'm gonna increase my revenue. And then when they get there and go, holy shit, well, now these portions are allocated to tax, to GST, and it gets taken off and that slice of the pie is gone, they're then finding that, hey, well, there's actually not that much more left for myself and I'm busting my ass doing so much more work in order to increase that revenue, but not really seeing the fruits of the labor in their own bank accounts, in their personal account or their business account. So I'm always encouraging them to go, you know, look at the reality of what you're earning. Let's look at the requirements of what that money is so when you know we think about gst gst is it's a hundred like it's money that is just not ours okay it goes straight away to those payments that we need to make and that's just a given that we're always considering when we're thinking about our budget and thinking about doing like doing our books so i want you to think about that as going if i were to then earn more and let's just say go over seventy five thousand dollars as an example is the amount of work that i'm having to put in actually worth it for me for the stress, the time invested, the extra resources I have to create, the lifestyle that it might entail. Is that like a lifestyle? Is that a week to week working environment that is enticing to me? Do I think I will enjoy it? Can I sustain this? Um, or if it's not, then we need to go, well, where else can I be increasing my wealth position and increasing my revenue? It's not always about earning more, more, more. And that's where we go back to that defense point of view and start to have a look at trimming the fat. Now, I did this exercise. It was like, when did I buy my coffee machine? I bought a coffee machine last year in COVID. And the example that was given to me was how much um, the accountant used an example of like spending money on coffee. And he was saying how, you know, him and his partner, um, they have one purchase coffee, sorry, a purchase coffee a day times two. So they go out to a cafe and purchase a particular coffee. They're $4.50 a pop. There's two of them. So $4.50 times two is $9. And then times that by two, which is $18. So they're spending $18 a day on coffee and they're timesing that by pretty much 365 days because they do it every single day, including Christmas. So if we think about that, 18 times 365 
That is a whopping $6,570 fucking dollars on coffee. And when that example was given to me, and it was given to me again last week in this wealth workshop, I was like, man, I wasn't as shocked because I'd been through that particular um, task. But when I first heard it, it was like, holy shit, that's so much money. And at that point in time, I was buying a coffee a day as well. And so for me, $4.50, McCafe drive through thank you very much, $4.50 times pretty much 365 days as well, $4.50 times 365, you're looking at like $1,642. And when I looked at that, like it's not necessarily that it's going, okay, cool, because some of you might think, well, that's not actually that much money for something that I really enjoy and really you know, like love to wake up to and, and include in my day. But for me as a business owner, I was like, that's just stupid fucking money. That's stupid to me that I'm spending that much on coffee. And so what I then did is I said, okay, well, what's an alternative that I can be doing that is just the same. It's giving me the same benefits. And that's when I went and bought a $600 coffee machine, um, which was obviously an outlet to start. But when I was at university for four years, I worked in a cafe. So I know how to like actually make coffee and so I went ahead and did that and instead of having $4.50 going out to my account every single day for coffee you know I'm reducing that so much of course there's still an expense because I had to pay the coffee machine off and then I have to buy beans and to be honest I've bought like I've had that coffee machine for like almost a year now I've bought one bag of beans because I People have bought me bags of beans as like gifts. Um, my parents have sent me beans from New Zealand. So it's just like this thing is paying itself off and the expense is very, very low. So when I did that as a particular task and then go, okay, cool, well, where can I look for my business life and where can I be trimming the expenses? Went through absolutely fucking everything. So major thing that we started to look at in the business was all of the subscriptions that we have. And I start to have a look at, do we actually need those subscriptions or can there be an alternative which is cheaper and also gives just as good benefit as those particular subscriptions that we ha might have in place? So for example, we had um, a couple of Canva accounts and then what we did is streamlined it so that there was one premium Canva and then we've got access to that particular account. So we you know, obviously don't have multiple ones open there. Um, during COVID, we had Zoom subscriptions available because obviously um, during COVID the gym was closed and we were doing online training. As we came out of COVID, it's like, do, does everyone in the business need to have that premium subscription through Zoom? No, we didn't. So the Zoom subscription was like 25 bucks per month per staff member. And we had, you know, five staff members on it. So now we took it off and I'm the only one that needs it now because I still do a lot of stuff through Zoom. So we cut our expenses and trim the fat through that. Um, Zoom, if you're not on a premium subscription, it does cut off after a certain point in time. So what that means is that any meetings that we need where it's anyone in our team that doesn't have that premium, it's always set through my calendar and, I, and my PA slice sends out the invite so that the time limit doesn't cut off because I'm the one carrying the meeting. So, you know, that in itself, if we think about cutting three people out of that, we're saving $60 through just not having subscriptions there. Um, other stuff that we start to look at is Spotify accounts. Um, what else do we have? You know, like scheduling, um, scheduling type things. So if you've got Calendly or Acuity, which is something that we use, you know, we're always, always looking at like what's a free version that we can do. And if we really need the act, actual add-ons of these paid things, then we go and do it. But the whole process of going through and questioning all these expenses is so, so valuable. 
Um, another big thing that I did was I had a look at meetings that we were running per week. So in my business, we pay our staff members for meetings. And I was realizing that we had two particular meetings in the week where, you know, like it's not, it wasn't really producing anything valuable for anyone. So two meetings, two hours of paid hours for my staff with all of the staff there, you know, I ended up saving if we can cut those down to one quarter of the, the amount of time that we're using, I ended up saving about five hours of actual wage time per week, which is huge if you add it up over the year. Um, so that was another thing that we did. And it's always just going, how can we cut down the expenses, not for just being like frugal, but cutting down the expenses that actually give no benefit from them. And it was just so, so valuable. You know, by doing that, we saved so much fucking money. One of the biggest things that we saved was through the, um, the meeting hours because, you know, wages, if you have got staff in a business, wages for us are the biggest expense. So wages are an expense. They're the biggest expense in our business because we're paying wages, we're then paying superannuation on top, tax components to that, annual leave components to that. So not it's not just one hour that we're paying for that particular staff member. It's one hour plus, you know, the, the extra frilly bits on top of that because of the contracts that I offer in my business. And so when I'm going, is this particular hour valuable? Yes or no, what are we achieving in that? Can we use that? yes or no great if we can we keep it in the business if we can't then let's trim the fat and then let's see the where we can allocate those hours that we've taken from a meeting that's not super valuable and look to serve another client can we take another client on can we allocate that hour towards something else that's going to be a profit inducing hour or and you know a, a more a development hour that's going to benefit the coach so that was a massive massive thing so what i encourage you to do is literally bring up your bank statement and bring it up for the last three months. Print it off, grab yourself a highlighter and go through and highlight all of the expenses that are reoccurring. And you'll be able to see them, obviously, the, the statements that you've got over three months. And every expense that is reoccurring, really, really consider, look, is there an alternative that I can be doing here? Do I need the highest premium um, subscription or can I cut it out? What is the benefit that I'm actually receiving from this expense? Is it something that's helping my business grow? If it isn't, then it might be something to think about of either trimming it out or looking at an alternative. And then through those bank statements for those three months, also look at expenses that are coming through that are not as reoccurring and question them. Because I know as a business owner, you know, when I was, oh, it was probably like three years ago, business, like money through the business comes through, um, you know, there's money in the accounts and it's very easy to go, oh, just go get a coffee, just chuck it on the business. Um, you know, I'm having a coffee with a client, ta you know, write that off to tax. It's very easy when you've got money in your business accounts to just kind of do that. And yes, sure, it might be, you know, $4.50, $9 if it's you and a client or you take them up for lunch or whatever. It's not a huge an expense, but all these things fucking add up and they are still an expense, okay? So go through them and highlight in a different color the things that are not reoccurring and really, really question it. Do I need to be doing this? Can I be changing this? And it doesn't always have to be a, a yes, I need to change it or yes, I need to cut it out. You might genuinely think that some of these expenses are important to include and that's okay. But the whole point of doing this is to question it because if we just leave it and we just go about our day, you know, we might be asking ourselves all the time, well, I don't have money in my accounts. I just need to be earning more and signing more clients. 
you know, and we sign more clients, um, tax, GST, all of that stuff gets added on again. We make the cycle, but uh, uh, we make the cycle worse. Then we wonder where the money is, and we go into this overwhelm, the stress, and we're starting to beat our head against the wall. So just question it: Is it more money that I need to bring in, or do I need to be getting real fucking honest with myself and looking about all, the, looking at all the stuff that's actually going out? So that's my. Um, advice thoughts you know sh- you know sharing some stuff with you today is look at trimming the fat on your expenses and that is such a lens that i have as a business owner and that is really the secret source of how we've actually grown our business and continue to have really great profit margins while paying our expenses you know offering paid um employment to staff members with all of the trimmings you know, able to do things for our clients, able to offer opportunities. It's how we've been able to really, really find money that we didn't need to sign more clients in order to get that money. So that's the secret sauce. And I really encourage you to go there because I think you might find some stuff that's surprising and it can very much be the thing that pushes your financial position forward. Well, I hope that made sense. I hope that gave you something to think about coming into this week, this weekend, wherever you are in the world listening to this. Um, take the time to trim the fat on your business accounts. And actually, before I leave, on your personal fucking accounts. Because we sometimes think, ah, oh, if you're getting a salary paid from business, I need to be getting more salary because I don't have anything left over. You know, I think we can have a look there and see where we're actually spending our money. All right, guys, talk to you next week. Bye.